The Chaser Report is recorded on Gadigal land. Striving for mediocrity in a world of excellence, this is The Chaser Report. Hello and welcome to The Chaser Report with Dom and Charles. Hang on, Charles, it's not just us today. There seems to be a third, smaller person in the room. That's right. Uh, For the first time this year on the podcast, please welcome my 12-year-old son, Angus Firth. Hello. How's everybody going? Charles, we we didn't quite talk about what this was going to be. What's going on? Is it bringing you... Your 12-year-old son to work day, or uh, well, has he got um, some thoughts on Australian politics to contribute to the mix? Well, we used to have ethical dilemmas of a nine-year-old. Oh, yes, on radio, back mm. when that was the thing we did, yeah. Yeah, so he's now 12, mm. um, and so I thought, why don't we have, revive, because everyone loves a reboot. Oh, yes, yeah. sure, yeah. Uh, so why don't we revive the segment, why don't we revive that, but for updated to be, to, you know, uh, ethical dilemmas of a 12-year-old. Heaven forbid I, we come up with a new idea for a segment. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax. And think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. Okay, now, Angus, uh, I believe you've got some ethical dilemmas that you would like to raise with us. Yeah, I've only got three until I go to bed. It's 6.30 right now. 6.30 p.m., 17th of May, 2023. Are we still trying to maintain the fiction that we get up very early in the morning and um, record these at 4 a.m.? Yeah, he, he, Angus, you've just destroyed uh, the, the myth. What we actually pretend is that we get up at 4 a.m. each day and record them on, on the 18th Fresh. of May. Mm, Fresh. That's right. Uh, so but- that's the first ethical dilemma resolved. <laughs> that was wrong, and Angus is telling the truth. Okay. Okay, so what is your first ethical dilemma? Okay, so the first, uh, all three are would-you-rather questions. Okay, Okay. just do one at a time. Okay, Uh, question one. Would you rather have the ability to see 10 minutes into the future or 150 years into the future? What a great question. Well, I mean, look, if you're listening, you can just skip forward 10 minutes. That's absolutely, (laughs) if we can work out what the third ethical dilemma is by that point. Oh, that's really interesting. See, I think... Ten minutes would definitely be more useful. You'd make a lot more money out of. Betting. You would make a lot of money. Like imagine the markets. You know, like yeah. You just it, well, maybe that's that's Warren Buffett's secret it superpower. Could, my God, you would actually make money out of crypto <laughs> if you could see ten minutes into the future. It's the only possible way to do it, as far as I'm aware. Um, or I mean, even Lotto. Lotto would totally work. Yep. Ten minutes. Lotto yep, would work. Melbourne Cup. You'd become a legend. Um, no, but also but- would. You, an awkward conversations would be so brilliant. Yeah. Like when, when your boss brings you into a room and says, look, there are just a few things I need to raise. Yes. Um, you could work out whether to say, look, you know what? Don't bother. I'm out of here. Mm. Uh, abuse, yeah. Or just go along. You would know. But you'd be able to see, um, you know, look, there's complaints about what a smart ass you are because you always predict things that yeah. are 10 minutes in the future. That's right. That's yeah. really. Um, you'd know opinion poll results 10 minutes before everyone else. You could be like goes to... Oh, you'd be Peter Van Onslem. Goes to votes. You'd be... You'd Actually, just thinking about it, Peter Van Onslem would be a sort of crypto bro, wouldn't he? Like, I'd imagine he'd definitely oh, yeah. man. No, he, he, 
and and he probably fancies himself for, uh, flutter at the Melbourne Cup, and he and he does the news poll ten minutes beforehand. Actually, that's what you could do. You'd become a news corp journalist. You could destroy that's... gambling if you had that ability. Yes, you could send every casino bankrupt, every every lottery, every they'd mm. all have to pay out. You donate all the money to charity, or just keep it. I think you'd be assassinated. No, but you wouldn't be assassinated because you'd see it coming. coming. <laughs> It's perfect. So, but, so okay, okay. So there's plenty of arguments for the for the ten minutes in advance. Yeah. The 150 years though. Oh, uh, the whole point is, it would be fascinating. It like, would be. And imagine would, how good your sci-fi would be. Everyone would say, <laughs> you know, Angus Firth came yeah. up with the, the incredibly visionary books that that predicted exactly what was going to happen. Yes. They call him the the maestro. It would be like Van Gogh, though, wouldn't it? You'd die a pauper. Yeah. Because everyone would go, these are stupid. But like, in, a, in 150 yeah. years. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? What do you years. mean hover trains? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What do you mean? It's the same as it was in 2024. <laughs> Hang on a second. Can I ask a follow up question, Angus? Mm. Um. In 150 years' time, broadly speaking, uh, is the world going to be far more terrible than it is now? Because it strikes me that there's a very high chance that in 150 years, you'd be looking into an absolute living hell that would be miserable. Well, my theory is is that everything will be grown out and there'll be vines on everybody's houses and the air would just be like linfins. Oh, right. What's lymphins? Like lichens or something? Or is it a... Very polluted. Oh, Very so, polluted. so it's a dystopia. So in 150 years' time. Hmm. And then what you would do... I mean, do... That, that's the voice of the youth of Australia, yeah, isn't it? Like, Australia. <laughs> I think that's... And, and Angus counts as one of the more hopeful yeah, youth I mean, of Australia. We talked earlier in the week on the podcast, Angus, about how um, 70 years ago, I didn't know this, 70 years ago was the first prediction of climate change, which was completely accurate. So... Even with the extra eighty years of notice, mm. with these predictions, people would ignore you. You'd, you'd oh yeah, you'd, you'd give be a horrifying you'd, prediction that was completely accurate. You would be the no Greta Thunberg. Listen. You'd be completely accurate, completely right, completely ignored. How dare you? See, it doesn't get you anywhere. Yes, yeah. No, ten minutes for sure. Ten minutes for sure. <laughs> I love how we we literally take the the sort of vast and and money grubbing horrible option that. That I mean, appeals not to our curiosity, but to our greed. Is that re- what we've been reduced it to, Dom? Re- it does reveal that, but it also reveals the very high certainty, the close to inevitability of the world being awful in 150 years. And <laughs> yes. frankly, um, we've, yes. we've chosen to react to that knowledge by doing a flipping podcast thing, uh, rather than actually working hard to try and reverse this. But yeah. I think I'd rather know less. So ten minutes, please, Angus. Yeah, I'll, look, I'll I'll bet on ten minutes. Can I bet on that? Can Have I... you got a right answer? Well, seventy-five percent agree with you two. Oh wow! Okay, great. Okay, second question: Would you rather have telekinesis in brackets, the ability to move things with your mind? I don't know if that'll be very useful, okay. or telepathy, the ability to read minds? Mm, so move things with your minds or read minds. Can I move hearts with my mind? No, just you physical objects. You cannot. All right, fine. No, well, but surely if you could read minds, you could work out what she was thinking and therefore move her heart. Oh. Because you'd know what Hang on a second. Isn't, isn't, isn't there a scientific document on this? Isn't there a Mel Gibson movie called Oh, uh, What, what Women, Women Want? Want. So yes. given that, there is, that that exists, surely <laughs> if, by if, that- if the answer to that question was ever Mel Gibson... <laughs> <laughs> um, it doesn't make telepathy seem like a very good option. How big can the objects be that you can move? Oh yeah, mind? can you move? They like- can be in any size. Well, the maximum size would have to be the size of the Eiffel Tower. 
Ooh, okay. okay. Right here. That's pretty heavy. Yeah. That's pretty good. That's very useful. You could get a job in construction. You could. You could you could imagine the mining you could do. Gina Reinhardt would hire you in seconds. You could just completely <laughs> yeah, just, just to move her around. <laughs> Actually, that's true. You could you'd yeah. win every fight. That'd be because you could move people, presumably. Yes. At you this could. point. Yes, that's, so I, look, I, my immediate reaction was definitely telepathy because actually knowing, walking into a room and knowing what everyone's thinking It'd make you could be great, it, would, it would give you very low self-esteem. It'd be, it'd be awful. <laughs> yeah. The thing is, you'd be brilliant in any situation, you, you could, yeah. but to the point where people would deeply distrust you Yes, and that you would know that. Yes. Um, but no, I, I think I... Oh, it would be I, I awful. Want, yeah, yes. I mean, I wander through. I wander through life on the based on the illusion that I don't know what people think about yes. me. We're choosing the shallow options here, aren't we? We're going telekinesis. Yeah, we can just move rocks around. I think. I think we. Um, that's one way to put it. But also, what if we could assemble things for the good of humanity? Like, for instance, yes. the pyramids. Maybe the pyramids occurred because somebody mm. said yes to this question and got telekinesis, and that's how they managed to build the pyramids. Maybe we could. Build giant art, giant artworks. Maybe we could build a stadium in Tasmania. Oh, the most yes. useful thing yes. in the entire world. That's great. Okay. Well, telekinesis is the answer. But you could end wars too, couldn't you? Oh, uh, yeah, but you wouldn't bother. And you could go to no. Ukraine and just no. move all the Russians back to Russia. That'd be boring though. I think I think build stadiums. Yeah. No, that was a better yeah. theory, wasn't it? So have you made your final answer? Yeah. Telekinesis. Tele- we actually Definitely. agree, unusually. Charles and I agree on what it's generally uh, I think it's because Charles and I are now old, in our mid-40s. We, we, we learn, we've had enough disappointment in our lives to, to protect ourselves. Well, I think, it, it, yeah, in my youth, I would have chosen the more noble options. And mm. now I'm cynical enough to no. know, no, no, just go with the fun stuff. Yeah, nobilities. Yeah. There's no upside in nobility. I, Ask Greta Thunberg. How dare you? I don't want insight into what other people are thinking. <laughs> I, I, I just want to wallow in my own insight. Blissful ignorance plus moving stuff. Yep, I'm with you, Charles. Absolutely. Okay, so what's your final answer? Telekinesis. And you? Telekinesis. Okay, so 45% of other people agree with you. Oh, do you know what I think of that 55%? It's not very positive. <laughs> Good joke. Thank you. Okay, Vanessa. final question. And, I, and, I, and, and also... People who are uh, listening to this, just just think. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. I'm ready. Okay. Try not to say, ew, yuck. This is when you made up yourself, isn't it? Yeah, try not to say ill yuck. We don't have survey data on this. Okay. One. Okay. Okay. So, would you rather stub your toe and get major surgery, and you're still awake while the surgery happens? Right. Or would you eat a little tiny wart? Would you eat a little tiny wart? This or is, have surgery on your toe and be awake while it happens? But by the way, we don't have data on this. So, what you need to do is go to Apple Podcasts. Write a review yeah. and choose the wart or the surgery. Just tell us. Uh, yeah. Five-star review, please, for Angus's sake. He's, yeah. he's young. He's a kid. Come yeah. on. Give him five stars. 
uh, and then tell us which one it would be. That's really tough. So um, this is this is the genesis of this whole segment was this is a question that Angus posed to me yesterday. Right. And it made me go, we have to bring back this segment just to just to find out, just to work out. So the other two were warm ups. This yeah. is this is uh, the original product of Angus's mind. Yes. So what what is it? Is it is it painful surgery? How long does the surgery last? It's about uh, 10 to 20 minutes. Oh, right. okay. Versus eating a wart. Now, can I just uh, before we go any further, can I just ask those assembled at the table, do any of us know what a wart tastes like? I mean, I can imagine it's not very pleasant, but do we, maybe they're lovely. Well, I actually bit when I had them. What? Why? Why? Because they were annoying. Did you think that that would make them go away forever? Yeah, I thought scratching them would get them away, but that just made them very contagious. It just made them worse and spread further. Do you have internal warts inside your body now? No, but I wish I did. <laughs> okay. Oh. So what do they taste like? Uh, they taste like gone off corn. Oh. oh. So I was thinking kind of pu- just pussy. No. Or it's like snosh. Oh. Got off corn. Yeah. Oh, that doesn't sound very good. Okay. I can see why warts haven't taken off as a food stuff. <laughs> um, well, this is uh, very complicated. I must say, I think one of the things is, do you want to be the guy who ate a wart? Like, is that... Well, this is my, this is my theory, is that, you, you, okay, you've, you've, you have this, the excruciating pain and that ends. You'll always be the person who ate a wart once. <laughs> Although in, in Angus's case, that horse is bolted. <laughs> Sorry, Angus. <laughs> and you've confessed it on a podcast now, which is very unwise. Um, and, and ChatGPT, presumably, within a, a week or two, will, if people ask who has eaten a wart, it will come up with the answer, Angus Firth. <laughs> Angus um, Forever. Yeah. So, I mean, it's a form of fame. Yeah. I guess that's, yeah. you're probably the only person listening yeah. who, who has. Uh, how painful is it, Angus? Is it is it the worst feeling I've ever felt in my entire life? Am I am I just in agony uh, for the surgery? Yes. Right. So no anaesthetics, no, no nothing. I'm just in in agony. And Twenty minutes of pain, but but off corn, but off corn. <laughs> that that taste. Plus, presumably you'd backwash. You'd have a little bit of. Oh, 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 and the does that happen? Does the wart taste come back? Um, no, it's just a one time thing. Does it come back in your nightmares? Do you wake up screaming, going, "Off corn"? <laughs> no, I mean I did have a nightmare about off corn, and it said, "Warts are inside your body," <laughs> literally, and it was co- and the gone off corn was covered in tomato sauce, and I had to eat it. I mean, okay. when you start thinking about excruciating pain, my, my understanding is that the worst pain humans can feel, generally speaking. It's childbirth. Childbirth, yes. And as a bunch of men sitting around the table, yes. uh, and I'd like to say that, well, if, if some humans can endure that for much longer than 10 minutes, yes. then surely we can put up with 10 minutes of agony so we don't have to eat the cream and corn. But the yes, problem but, is... But the whole advantage of being a man is you yeah, don't have to... That's the thing. Yeah. Uh, but then, uh, then yeah. if you're going to be being men, <laughs> we have no being, idea what that's like. Being a man, we should eat the warts. <laughs> eat the warts. I'm going to eat the warts. I'm I, going. I think I'll. I think I'll take the pain just so that um, when when someone tells me a, a harrowing story of what it was like to have a twelve hour labour, yeah. I'd be like, oh yeah, look, I had this ten Toad. minute thing once. <laughs> it was terrible. If it was anything like that, I'd tell you, it probably wasn't as bad as my experience. <laughs> Your you know eighteen hour excruciating labour. Yeah. Uh, yeah, but oh, let me tell you about my toe. I yeah. think I want to be that annoying person. Okay. I'll go with that. That's good. I think you probably already are, aren't you? That's entirely possible. <laughs> okay, uh, Angus, so what we're going to do is we're going to ask the listeners to 
Uh, give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Yeah, because he's just a kid, right? Just yeah. be, be kind. It's for Angus, not for us. And then tell us the results for this ethical dilemma because we don't have any statistics. There's no stat on this. Yeah, so water or, or pain mm. or surgery, water or surgery, and give us the reasons why. What would you do? I would eat a wart while having the surgery. <laughs> and they say, just bite down yeah. on this to make the pain easier and it's a wart. Oh, that's, uh, that's my son. Thank you. For this, Angus uh, Firth, thank you very much. Thank you. Beautiful I'm going to go to bed now, and I'll see you all tomorrow. Don't eat, don't bite off any warts on your way. <laughs> well, Charles, thank you for exploiting your child for for content. I can bring my one year old next time if you like to hear a child saying "dada dada dada" or over and over again. Ethical dilemmas of a one year old would be superb. It would be brief, <laughs> but it would be original. Yeah. Well, it would be. Wouldn't it be like apple? Or orange. Milk or, like, or scream, basically. W- milk or scream, is it? Well, yeah, what is a one? Year? Milk remember. or scream, and then the answer is puma pants. Yeah. <laughs> Every time. Every time. It actually sounds exactly like if you ask ChatGPT to sort of do a script for the Chaser Report. Yes. It, yeah. That, yeah. Or you on a big night out. <laughs> Our gear is from Rode. We're part of the Iconoclast Network. Keep those pants clean. Yeah. Catch you next time. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.